Hello, my name is Claire and you are listening to the Hypno Birthing Podcast. Hello everybody and welcome back to the podcast. I hope everyone is good. Before I start today's episode, there's a couple of things that I want to mention. Firstly, I have added a payment plan option to my courses. So this will enable you to pay in two parts rather than all at once. And my reason for doing this is because hopefully it will just help to break up that cost. Times are a little bit harder at the moment. So I wanted to do what I could to help to make that feel more manageable. You can select this option when booking directly through my website. So just make sure that you book the course that says split payment option on it. And you can of course still pay in full if you wish as well. Also, just to mention, as I have already, that you are now able to book directly through the website, which basically it gives you access immediately to all of the course resources. And for those booking my essentials course, you will have immediate access to the actual course as well. I am also planning a Q&A episode of the podcast, so I'm collecting your questions. If you have anything you'd like me to answer, then please either email me at claire at thenurturenest.co.uk or you can DM me on my Instagram which is at the underscore nurture underscore nest as well. Lastly, if you are enjoying the podcast then I'd love if you could subscribe, rate and review as it really helps it get shown to others and I personally love reading all of the reviews as well so I would massively appreciate it. Okay, on to today's episode. So today I'm going to talk to you about how you can naturally induce labour. Now, a little bit of a disclaimer, you cannot actually naturally induce something. Inducing something is by its very nature an artificial process, so just keep that in mind. The other disclaimer I want to add before this episode is that your baby will be born when the time is right for them and that is really important to keep in mind as well. The last part of your baby to develop before labour starts is their lungs and when the lungs are fully developed they give off a protein which signals to the body that baby is ready and labour can begin. So it is worth keeping in mind that even some of these natural methods could encourage the start of labour before baby is ready. So please always do your own research and use your brain tool before attempting anything I talk about. With that said though, there are mainly just old wives tales but are often fun to talk about and for some people can bring them peace of mind knowing that they are doing whatever they can to help the process along particularly if you are facing a medical induction for any reason. So the first thing that you could try when you get towards the end of your pregnancy is having sex. Now we hear and see this idea all the time in sitcoms and movies when someone is heavily pregnant and uncomfortable the doctor always prescribes sex as the answer to get baby moving. The real reason this is thought to have an effect is because of the release of oxytocin when we have sex. As I've talked about lots on this podcast oxytocin is the hormone required for labour to start and progress and it's also released when we have sex so it would make sense that having sex could trigger labour. 
It's important to remember though that this is only likely to work when the body is already ready for labour and perhaps that extra surge of oxytocin helped move labour forward by a few hours. So thinking along this line, what other activities can encourage the release of oxytocin? Laughter is one, so have a think about how you can include some laughter in those remaining weeks, perhaps watching your favourite funny show or your favourite funny comedian. Another great way of releasing oxytocin is by feeling relaxed. So think bubble baths, foot rubs, spa visits, anything that helps make you feel relaxed and comfortable will release oxytocin and potentially help encourage your body to start the labour process. Another much talked about theory on how to get labour started is nipple stimulation. So by stimulating the nipples, it basically helps trick the body into believing that a baby is suckling and when we breastfeed we produce oxytocin so it's kind of tricking your body into believing that there's a baby there it's suckling and therefore it produces oxytocin before you do try nipple stimulation though please do just speak to your midwife or your caregiver just to check that it is safe for you to do Many people swear by the use of complementary therapies, such as reflexology and acupuncture. I personally have heard some very positive things about acupuncture, and particularly for those who know they will be induced for a medical reason, it could be a good option to explore. Again, with any complementary therapies, I would always recommend speaking to your caregiver first and making sure you understand any potential risks to the treatment. The actual most effective complementary therapy um, with things like this is actually hypnotherapy. So that doesn't mean that you need to go out and you need to pay to see a hypnotherapist. Hypnotherapy really is just words. It's just using words, visualizations, you know, positive thinking to encourage your body to do something. So if you think about how important visualization is within the labor process, so visualising, you know, what your body is doing during labour to encourage it to keep doing it. You could use that same technique when thinking about going into labour. Visualising your body going into labour, visualise it happening. That can have a big effect on how your body then behaves. Okay, now let's talk about some of the old wives tales that we hear about. Eating spicy food is a very well-known piece of advice to try and get labour started. The idea behind eating something spicy is that it will irritate the digestive tract, which will then stimulate the uterus into starting to contract. Bear in mind, though, that it would need to be food that was spicy to you. So if you already eat spicy food, it would need to be a lot spicier than you're used to. And then, of course, that does come with its own kind of set of risks if you are irritating your bowels too much Uh, so something to think about raspberry leaf tea um, is also something that we hear about a lot now this isn't actually thought to start labor but it is thought to tone the uterus muscles so by toning the uterus muscles it's thought that they would work more efficiently during labor so therefore labor would be shorter The general advice for drinking raspberry leaf tea is to start around 32 weeks and to gradually increase the amount you are drinking. So start off with one cup a day for a week, 
increasing to two cups a day and then to three cups a day basically for the remainder of your pregnancy. Something also very simple and very yummy is the idea of eating pineapple in order to encourage labor. Now, the reason that this is thought to work is because pineapple contains an enzyme called bromelain, which is thought to soften the cervix. However, one pineapple contains only a very small amount of bromelain. And so in order for it to have an effect, you would need to eat a lot of pineapple which would probably not be recommended for your stomach, particularly around the end of your pregnancy. The last theory I want to talk about is dates. So the type of date that you eat. There are several small studies into the effects of eating dates in later pregnancy. And they do actually show some pretty good evidence. The idea is that eating six dates a day for the last four weeks of pregnancy helps you to go into spontaneous labour. So therefore, not needing the induction of labour that many people do face. Um, And this is because dates help, apparently help to encourage the cervix to dilate. As I mentioned, the studies are only quite small, so it's not a massive amount of evidence to back it up. But if you like dates then it could be something that is worth a go. If you don't mind eating them, they're pretty harmless. Then you could eat them as they come or you could bake them into things. You could put them into smoothies. Um, But it could be something that is worth a go just in case it does make that difference for you. I hope I've provided you with some interesting theories and something to think about. As I mentioned at the start, the main thing to remember about your body and your baby is that they are both incredibly clever and they will go into labor and be born when they are ready. The majority of babies are born between 37 and 42 weeks. And so if you reach 40 weeks and baby is still inside, then it is perfectly normal and nothing to panic about. The World Health Organization recognizes 37 to 42 weeks as the five week period when most babies are born. It also recognises that babies are born before that time and after that time perfectly healthy. So as always, if you have any concerns, please always talk to your healthcare provider, but always remember to use your brain tool and question everything. Thank you so much for listening. Please don't forget to rate and review the podcast. And if you are enjoying it and would like to say thanks, I have a link below to my Buy Me A Coffee page where you can say thanks with a coffee and also send me a message. Thank you so much for listening and I will speak to you next time. Bye.